Good morning, and welcome to New York Sports and Beyond on 98.7 ESPN, where our goal every Sunday is to entertain, enlighten, and expose you to information that can lead to positive change in your life. I'm Larry Hardesty. This morning, we'll visit with Dan Flounders, former high school wrestler, former college wrestler, former salesman, and current owner of Fit Kids USA, who has found a way to survive and help others during this COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, I'm sure you'll want to take down some valuable information you're here this morning. We thank you for allowing us to be a part of your Sunday, whether you're just coming in or preparing, maybe for an early breakfast. We'll begin this edition of New York Sports and Beyond after this timeout on 98.7 ESPN. Remember, you can hear 98.7 ESPN New York wherever you go or don't go these days by clicking the Listen Live box on ESPNNewYork.com, the Listen to ESPN app, or ask your smart speakers to play ESPN New York. You're listening to New York Sports and Beyond here on 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Larry Hardesty. Dan Flounders was an outstanding high school wrestler at Red Bank Catholic. He went on to be a outstanding wrestler at the College of New Jersey, a successful beer distributor, and then things changed. He joins us to share his story right now. Let's welcome and say good morning to Dan Flounders here on New York Sports and Beyond. Dan, how are you? I'm doing awesome, man. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes out uh, to chat with me and my audience. We'll talk about the outstanding work that you're doing in a second, but I want to go back and start the, the road, the journey for Dan Flounders. Dan, tell me about Red Bank Regional High School. Were you a wrestler there and then you went on to college or what got you started in wrestling? Um, yeah, so I started um, in high school. I had a um, pretty banged up childhood, um, hmm. moved around a lot. Um, bounced around a lot and then, you know, came up to New Jersey, um, I think like sixth or seventh grade and, um, started wrestling in high school and my high school wrestling coach was the first mentor I ever had. And he, he honestly changed my entire life. Um, Mm. you know, he was the first person I looked up to and, He's the first person who saw something in me to, I guess, maybe believe in me. You know, I actually, like, I quit wrestling when I was in high, you know, my freshman year. I was getting beat up. And uh, and he found me in the lunchroom, and, and he wouldn't let me quit. You know, he's like, he, he, wouldn't, take, he wouldn't take that for an answer. Um, and it, it really changed the whole trajectory of my life. All right, Dan, let me go back now, because you made an interesting statement. When you said you had a pretty messed up childhood uh, what was what was the issues that you had, and be as comfortable as you want. You don't have to tell us all your business, but as comfortable as you want to share. Uh, what was that, and how did the sport of wrestling kind of focus you to where you ended up going down your career path? I was born and raised in Florida, and you know both my parents were in and out of jail, on and off of drugs, on and off of alcohol, moved around a lot. I've been a foster home for a little while. The reason I came up here was because my dad drove down to Florida and kidnapped us and brought us back up here. Mm. My dad passed away when I was in high school. Mm. So we were kind of homeless and on our own. And like I said, wrestling just gave me that outlet to um, take control of something. And, you know, it, it, and through my coach, you know, he taught me how to just overcome life's challenges, how to embrace the grind, how to just fight for what you want. Um, so, you know, I owe everything to my my high school coach and, and to my college coach. You know, both of those men literally changed my entire life. So, Dan, let's stick with your high school coach for a second. Um, how much did it mean to you 
to have a male figure like your high school coach, uh, and make sure you give us his name, show faith in you, show interest, just show that he cared about you? Yeah, that part, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm extremely lucky. Uh, I think I've, you know, I've surrounded myself with, with people to, you know, elevate me, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Danny George, Coach George, he's at a long bridge right now. He's a Hall of Fame guy, man. He, he's amazing. Like I said, like, he just saw something in me that, you know, I didn't see in myself. And he elevated every single aspect of my life. So, I mean, he's a true definition uh, of a coach, you know, um, someone that I'm trying to emulate my whole entire life around. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now, all right, you're out of Red Bank Regional High School. You're headed to uh, the College of New Jersey. Now you have another coach, and you continue your wrestling career. Uh, take me through the mental discipline. Take me through the preparation. Take me through the physicality. Take me through everything it takes to be a, a very good wrestler, because, Dan, if you weren't a good wrestler in high school, you would have never made it to college of wrestling. So for my wrestling fans out there who are parents who have kids who wrestle, take me through the game plan of being successful. How much of it is mental? How much of it is physical? Take me through it. So I say this. Wrestling is 90% mental. Wow. 90%. Wow. And I've actually met, you know, an, uh, an Olympic wrestler, and he said it was 95%. So <laughs> maybe it's even more. Um it's you know it's a grind wrestling wrestling's a tremendous sport but what it does is it teaches you all about life's lessons and that you know it, it's a very motivational sport for personal personal perseverance and i literally came out of college and w- w- with two words my my college coach literally would say two words to me and it wasn't ever a wrestling move so it wasn't you know it, it's not the physical grind the sport's 90% mental and Coach Ice, my, our college coach, would just say to me, he would just say, Danny, believe. Mm. Anytime I'd, and that's it. I mean, if I go out of bounds, it's like, Danny, believe. Mm. You know, anytime I'm in the, in the middle of a match, anytime I'm doing anything where I needed to have that little bit of confidence just to tip me over the edge, um, you know, he knew how to trigger it with two little words. And I get goosebumps when I, when I, I say it like a, um, you know, I, I can't even imagine him saying it. What did that do for you, Dan? <sighs> Tell me how to believe in my life. You know, it, it, it teaches you how to go after what you want, that you can do anything that you want, you know, to set huge goals, um, set unrealistic goals, and then work your butt off to go get them. So in other words, he's saying to you, what you need, you already have. It's in you. Just believe you can do that. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And okay. I mean, and you know, I say it all the time. I'm like, it literally has nothing to do with wrestling. Like, like mm-hmm. my coaches taught me life. They, they taught me about life. You know, they were my they're my mentors. You know, we're chatting with Dan Flounders. I'll tell you more about him in a second because I want to hold this off because it's such a special thing. So make sure you stay tuned. You're listening to New York Sports and Beyond here on 98.7 ESPN. I'm Larry Hardesty. You're listening to New York Sports and Beyond. When we return, how Dan Flounders has a change of career after being a success at the age of 40. We'll examine that next on 98.7 ESPN. You know, it's ironic we're talking with Dan Flounders, who has a small business, and all over, small businesses are feeling the lasting effects of this pandemic. So if you know of a small business who's trying to get the word out that, you know, they're still serving the community, let us know. Drop us an email to 987ESPN at gmail.com, and we'll get their story and information 
on the air. Let's continue our discussion with Dan Flounders. He's the creator of Frankie Fit and owner of Fit Kids USA. All right, Dan, we're out of college now. Uh, where do you where do you go from here? Where do you start with your career post college? So um, I was working interning with a, um, actually a great job in college. I was working for a beer distributor, and you know it was the first secure job I had. It's the first kind of secure anything I've had, living on my own and everything. And it was great. You know, I, I worked there for 15, 16 years. I worked my way up to, say, middle management. You know, I did pretty well. Great company. On the side, I was coaching wrestling. I was coaching you know, my own club. And I think maybe like my midlife crisis right around 40 years old. And I think I need to make a change in my life. You wanting to coach kids in wrestling, were you – now, I'm, I'm going to ask you to step back and look at you and analyze yourself as a coach, right? So you're going to step out of your body and look back at you as a coach. Uh, were you very similar to your high school coach, your college coach, or were there a little bit of them and you to make you a wrestling coach? Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a combination of, um, okay. of, of all three. You know, my, my, my high school coach, um, very intense, awesome, awesome person. Um, I, I definitely have that intensity, mm-hmm. and my college coach w- was so much more laid back, but just commanded respect. Um, I think I need to work on that. I think I need to get better at that part. <laughs> but uh, I, I think I'm a combination of, of me, you know, between them two um, little aspects as well. Yeah. So how do you adjust? Because then we 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 can be honest. What worked for you in high school probably won't work. <laughs> with the high school kids that you're talking to today because they're different. They have a, it's a different lifestyle. It's a different time. It's a little different. So uh, how do you make the adjustment that you can reach today's kids as you coach them? So I've actually pulled out of coaching now. Okay. Um, you know, I, I was coaching for about 10 years, mm-hmm. but I pulled out to chase my new business venture. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. You know, I, I still talk to wrestlers every single day of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's still the same thing. I believe that wrestling's 90% mm-hmm. mental. So at any time in life, you know, it, it's 90% mental. So I still talk to the kids and I tell them to visualize, practice believing in themselves, you know, practice their moves, closing their eyes and just practicing their moves, seeing themselves doing it, seeing themselves accomplishing it. If you see it, you can achieve it. Mm-hmm. That's a great word. Say it again, Dan. I believe it, man. If you see it, you can achieve it. Yeah, it's true. It's very simple. Now, take me back. You're 40 years old. You are doing great in your job. You've moved up. You're in upper management in your job. Why does someone who's successful there decide, you know what? I want to go in a different direction. Was there just, was there boredom? Was there a calling for you to do something else? What, what, what triggered the, the, the decision for you to go in a different direction. You're going to go deep, man. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, same thing. Um, honestly, another coach. Mm. It, it was another coach in my life. So, I, you know, I had a, my, my, uh, my gym was part-time, and it was doing well in, in the evening. And, and I honestly, I thought every little, you know, corner martial arts gym or corner like wrestling club, um, or just dance studio or whatever they are, like like just a little mom and pop shops in each strip mall. I thought they were the hobby. You know, it was my hobby. So I thought everybody had a a day job and then just did this in the evening. 
and you know, I reached out. I think I was on Facebook or something, and um, found out there's like there's a coaching industry for all these gyms. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I think I'm pretty good with surrounding myself around um, the right people at the right time. And I hired a, a business coach, and I had this idea to come up with Fit Kids USA, and mm-hmm. he jumped on board and he believes in me. And honestly, I think the sky's the limit because I have another person and another coach who's got my back, and that's kind of where we're at right now. So, yeah, I gave it all up. You know, I gave up my career, um, just went all in. You know, that's not an easy thing to do, Dan. I I think you're not giving yourself enough credit because – we can be comfortable. And the reason why I'm, I'm pushing you this way is because we're in a situation now with COVID-19 and what the recent stats tell us, 87% of Americans are home. And here's an opportunity, I feel, for folks who can sit back and reevaluate where they are in their lives. And, you know, is right. it going to be easy when, because it's going to take some time for the economic turn to, to come, for us to come out of it, to be back to quote unquote normal, whatever normal is going to be when we come out of this. Uh, but this is an opportunity to reassess where you are and to, you know, as Dan said a couple of minutes ago, if you see it, you can achieve it, that sometimes you got that feeling where you want to make a difference. You want to go in a different direction. You're not happy. You want to take that chance. There's always something you wanted to do. And now here's an opportunity, Dan, for people to just sit back and say, you know what? Let me do some research while I'm sitting here in the house, while I'm on the website. Let me see what's going on. Maybe there is something I can do. Maybe there is something I want to go in a different direction. So um, I just think it's fascinating. And really, you got, got a lot you got a lot of guts, my friend, to, to make that change, especially <laughs> at 40 years of age. Um, you know what? It's, I think it's an opportunity. I, I think it's, uh, honestly, I think it's my responsibility and it's my obligation to give back to kids, to provide a positive mentorship that, you know, that, that I've had in my life. And yeah, you know, I was well off and, and I was good. Okay. But it wasn't, it wasn't that feeling to, to, I mean, I wake up now and I'm like, man, let's go, let's go do something. Let, let's go mm. make a change in life. Let's change some mm. kids' lives. Mm. And taking a huge setback, you know, with this last couple of weeks. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. Absolutely. It, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, like, like, yeah, it, it's a risk and it is what it is, man. I, like I've been broke before. If it doesn't pan out, I'll be broke again and I'll mm-hmm. rise back up again. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I'm a fighter. I'm a, like, uh, I embrace it. Let's go. Yeah. I can tell. I can hear it in your voice. All right, Dan, I've held it off as long as I can. I got to, I got to put it in now. <laughs> I've, I've got to, I've, I've tried to hold it off. Because, you know, I'm, I'm an old school superhero guy. All right. I'm, I don't like to let people know who the, who the superhero is. You know what I'm saying? So when I look at these new movies and <laughs> the mask comes off in the first movie, I'm like, what? What are we doing here? Uh, Dan, tell me about Frankie Fit. Tell me about the idea. Tell me about the genesis of it. Tell me about Frankie Fit. Right. So, um, our business is Fit Kids USA. What we are mm-hmm. is we're a kids only fitness, um, facility you know we do summer camps we do after school program and we do evening classes where we get kids moving this is in jersey yep yeah central new jersey mm-hmm. but you know our plan is the franchise but where, where we just get them moving get get them, active, get them having fun making friends all the old school stuff that we did when we were kids um relay races dodgeball like, like we do like, like just fun fun mm-hmm. active stuff with the kids very structured but very fun so 
Frankenstein is our mascot. You know, he's pretty jacked up. He's got a lot of <laughs> swag. He, um, you know, he does birthday parties. He comes out for uh, community events. And, you know, he had a mission to just brighten up the day a little bit for all these kids that are stuck at home. Mm. Mm. Now, how do you accomplish this? Because we've got social distancing. Everybody's knowing it. Everybody's preaching it. Dan, so how does Frankie Fit work with the kids? Yeah, absolutely. So what we did is, you know, we started with, with our members. You know, we reached out to our members because um, we miss our kids. You know, like, like, we, like I, I don't think, well, Frankie's seen a kid in the last couple of weeks, but it, it's it's weird, like, not you know, we're coaching kids all day long and then not being able to see them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we reached out to our parents, and now parents are reaching out to us, and we'll schedule a day to come out. And we do the social distancing. You know, we come out to the parking lot. We we um, have a little gift bag for the kids just to keep them um, active with some coloring books and Trotskys and whatnot in the bags. But uh, we do a quick little workout on the sidewalk, definitely 8 to 10 feet away from each kid, mm-hmm. um, just to have fun, just to, just to see little kids smiling, you know, just a little dance, a little, a little fitness activity. Um Running in place, jumping jacks, but just just goofy stuff. But the kids are—they're loving it. Mm-hmm. So let me give a visual for folks because I, I saw the video and it's fabulous. Um, what what <laughs> uh, you and Frankie Fit have put together, and usually what happens, ladies and gentlemen, is let's say your child comes out of the door of the door of your house and they're at the top of your driveway, and Frankie Fit is at the bottom of your driveway, so it's 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 at least eight to ten feet away. And so what they he does is he does certain exercises or certain moves, and your child emulates the moves that he does. And so you, how long do, do you go on with this, uh, Dan? How long does Frankie do this for? Um, only a couple minutes for for each house. Mm-hmm. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's more just to just to brighten the day, like a little character showing up to the house, having fun, but and then just showing the kids that they can still stay active at home. Mm-hmm. Dan, take me through this now. You you probably know more than anybody uh, because of the work you're doing with kids and because you opened up Fit Kids USA, which is why you did it, I would think. The amount of kids that we're, we're, we're hearing medically who are struggling with obesity, who are struggling with different diseases because they are not moving, because they are married to video games. And, you know, I saw an article which was very done by an excellent writer, Steve Politti, in, uh, in on nj.com and you talk about and you mentioned it here about the the things we did when we were out when we were coming up we went outside i mean parents were screaming for us to come home we never wanted to come home clearly it's a different time but still the ability to keep kids moving then it's key it's n- because it not only keeps you move, moving physically but then it keeps you moving mentally it helps you stay mentally sharp right yeah, like a hundred percent. You know, I mean, it was. It is a different time, you know, than, than than when we were kids. But I believe kids need to get, get out there, and, and you know, I say it all the time: um, scrape up their knees and, and fall down and dust themselves off and get back up. Um, climb trees, jump jump ravines and and creeks and stuff, and just be a kid. You know, just toughen them up just old school ways a little bit. Um, video games are a huge distraction and I, I'm not against the technology cause I think kids should be 
you know, um, learning the technology with the video games as well, because that's where the future is going. But I still think that they should be active, you know, for an hour a day. It's about balance, Dan, right? It's balance. It's balance. Yeah. Not all yeah. one thing, not all. Let's have, let's, they both can work together. Yeah, 100%. And this is, um, you know, one of my theories is there, there are still kids who are, you know, awesome athletes and they're, and they're, they're superstars. And what they're doing, though, is for the kids that play a sport year-round, they're actually good, but I think they're going to be outliers and they're making the average kid not enjoy the sports as much anymore. Hmm. So if a kid plays, you know, Little League Baseball and he's a pitcher or something, but, he, but he's playing year-round, yeah, he's going to be really, really good. But the average kid who strikes out every single time versus that kid is like, you know what? I don't like baseball. I'm out. And then he's, maybe that kid tries soccer for a, a couple months, but then there's a couple outliers that play soccer and they're just playing keep away from, you know, the average kid and the average kid's like, you know what? I don't like uh, soccer either. So they're not. So the outlier kids are actually like making it harder for just, you know, normal average kids to enjoy the sports these days. So that's kind of our premise with fit kids. Hmm. It's just, everybody just come on in and let's have some fun. Just old school stuff. You know, that's an interesting, that's an interesting uh, thought, Dan, that, and let me just follow to see if I understand you, that because of the competition, okay, because of, and let's face it, Dan, <laughs> uh, today college scholarships are, you know, college tuition is like a house payment, uh, mortgage. Uh, so the pressure yeah. to be great, to earn that scholarship, if you're not at that level and you're just participating to be, to have fun, uh, and you're going against a quote world class athlete unquote. Uh, the fact that everybody needs have some success, all failure is no good. Uh, some failure you need because that you learn from that failure and that experience, and you move on. But all failure causes you to be disinterested. And really, what you're saying, Dan, is if you're disinterested and you quit here, there's things that that will affect your your outlook in life. And there may be when you run into a situation where you're not successful, you may quit when you, if you fought earlier, you have that success, you have that experience, you will say, you know what? Okay, that knocked me down, but I'm not giving up on my dream, correct? Yeah, so, um, and, and, and dude, we have a great conversation, because I'm like, we say, I say this thing, like the next thing, I say it all the time too, is those, those star athletes, those outlier kids, they're going to have the coach who, you know, always has their back. I was an outlier, you know, for, for wrestling. Like, I had the coaches who supported me. Mm. But the average kid, I don't think that they get that coach to tell them that they believe in them. And honestly, it has nothing to do with sports. You need somebody, and not a parent. You need a mentor to believe in you, to, to, mm -hmm. to give you that boost of confidence. And I say the word coach, but it can be anybody. It could be a sure. teacher. It could be a, a neighbor. You know, it, it could be anybody. But I, my term is coach. Dan Flounder's my guest. He's got a number of uh, gyms called Fit Kids USA. He's hoping to expand. And because of the uh, Corona-19 pandemic, you know, the gyms, the kids were not into the gym. So he developed, along with his mascot and his team, Frankie Fit, and they go to different uh, subscribers' homes to try to get keep the kids moving during this pandemic. You're listening to New York Sports and Beyond here on 9870 ESPN. I'm Larry Hardesty. 
Next on New York Sports and Beyond, we'll explore what's behind Fit Kids USA. And it's not just physical activities. That's next on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back to New York Sports and Beyond on 98.7 ESPN. I'm Larry Hardesty. Let's conclude my discussion with Dan Flounders, creator of Fit Kids USA and Frankie Fit. Dan, hypothetically, if Danny George, your high school coach, and your college wrestling coach did not continue to instill in you, Danny, believe you can do it. Yeah, you you want to quit. I'm not going to let you quit in high school. You're coming back to the gym. Would you have had the guts to change in the middle of your career to open these gyms? And now even in this scenario, what you're going through where, you know, because of the pandemic and social distancing, your your gyms are closed for you to find another way to go out and serve kids. Would you be would you have been able to do that if it wasn't for those guys? If it wasn't for those guys, I'd be pumping gas right now or something. And no offense to people pumping gas, but I, I wouldn't be anywhere in my life without those two guys. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what I would do. I, don't even, I, I might be homeless. Like, I, like I have no clue um, where I would be without those guys. Um, not where I am today. I know that for a fact. So, yeah, you know, them two um, instilled in me work ethic and and confidence. Um, and just belief to go to go after something that I can do anything you want, mm-hmm. um, and that's my obligation. That's my responsibility to have that same ripple effect, you know, to kids these days. Like, like, like I, it's my I have to give back. Dan, you got to give a website and uh, some some information how people can reach you. I hear people screaming like, "Larry, why haven't you given me the website and the information so I could talk to Dan?" So, Dan, give us the information <laughs> on your website and how we can reach out to you if you want to get some more information, or maybe we're in your area and we want to have Frankie Fit come by and help with our kids. Sure. So we are Fit Kids USA F I T K I D Z USA dot com. Um, we're on Fit Kids on Facebook. We're on Fit Kids. USA on Instagram. Up until a week ago, you know, we, we had plans on opening um, two more in central New Jersey uh, by the end of this year. And then we plan on franchising by 2022. So, yeah, we uh, we got a lot of big plans. Um, and, and like I said, it's just a fun way for kids to, to get moving, get active, make some friends and have fun, as well as be around a positive mentor and a coach. Nobody says that you know a coach has to be sport specific. So we're just we're just here to coach kids in life. We use our business as a you know we use our fun activities as a vehicle to provide mentorship. I want to talk to you about franchising in a second, but let's talk about mentorship. And, and Dan, you're an example of what I tell folks because obviously working for ESPN, when when I go to speak with kids and different people, you know. Oh, have you interviewed LeBron James? Have you interviewed this person? Do you know this person? Do you know that person? You know the, the celebrities, the high-profile athletes, the Aaron Judges, the uh, you know, or, or any of the high-profile sports personalities you can mention. But Dan, so often, let's be honest, how many times will, and this is nothing against them because they do great jobs, but how many times will our kids sometimes really have a chance to meet these athletes? It is people in their community who are the mentors, who are the leaders, who who show by example. Uh, there's negativity in, in many neighborhoods. There's positivity in all neighborhoods. So, you know, when you talk about mentorship, that's a key thing. And 
it's, it's, let's talk a little bit about the folks that you have surrounded yourself with because they obviously had to live up to a very high standard because of what you went through on your journey that you want a specific type person that's involved, a person that's above board because Dan, I want you to share that with, with parents because parents get unnerved in this day and time when they send their kids to someplace, they want to know who, who their kids are dealing with. You understand what I'm saying? They want to know that the, the people yeah. are going to take care of their kids. So let's talk about your staff a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, you know, obviously I, I want to be anywhere w- without, without our team. Um, and, and we hire our, our team on personality based first, you know, like we had to make sure that the, that the coaches are in it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. A, you know, do you like, like, are, are they, are they following our purpose, you know, our mission statement to give back, to provide a positive mentorship to kids? And then do the kids relate well with them? You know, are they highly energetic? Are they, are they positive? Um, we, we, we do have a great team. Um, it takes a while to find them. <laughs> you know, we, we go through a lot of applications to, uh, to, to find, you know, our, our coaches. But, you know, we have a very um, great team that, that are, um, very purpose for our mission. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're following our purpose for our mission. You know, they all believe in it. Um, we, we have two core values, you know, and it's lead by example and, and it's deliver Disney. So, mm. you know, we, we try to lead by example to the kids um, about doing the right thing at, at, at any time at any moment. You know, we believe that how you do anything is how you do everything. So, we're always a representative for fit kids. Mm-hmm. And our second, you know, core value is just deliver Disney to these kids. We want, we want these kids to come into our gyms, um, excited, but like, all right, man, yeah, now it's, now it's my time to go, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy class and, and, and hang out with my friends and, 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 and I get to see my coach. So it's like, we want those kids to have that just energy and they, and just, a excitement to come into to the gym so all your gyms are bright colors you know cool music um good lights going on like, like the disco lights going it's a yeah, fun right. time to be mm-hmm. in and what what are some um, of the things the kids do when they come to fit kids uh, usa what are some of the activities so, what are some of the things you what are the programs you have for them yep so we have we have three programs we do um one of our biggest is our summer camp Mm-hmm. So you know we're full we're full fledged section summer camp, um, ten weeks, pretty much all day. Um, so we take care of the kids. We're very structured um, with our activities. You know we do for the summer camps we do a bunch of cool stuff on the mats or like our fitness activities. But then we also break it down to arts and crafts. We have a cool little back game room for the kids. We do field trips and everything. We do an after school program where we'll pick the kids up from the school mm-hmm. and bring them back to our gyms and we'll same stuff. You know, we'll, we'll do some, uh, homework. There'll be like some homework time, quiet time so the kids can get their work done, but oh, then cool. we'll do our fun fitness activities that are just keeping the kids active and having fun. Like, you know, we have a, a bunch of different compiled activities. It's a lot of fun, you know, it, it, and again, it just relates back to the old school days when pickup games of, baseball in the park or, or tag football or dodgeball or kickball. Um, it's very structured, but, but fun. Um, and then, you know, we do have every class 
um, revolves around a, a, a mad chat where we talk about life skills, uh, mm. going back more to the leadership and the mentorship part of the business as well. Mm-hmm. Dan, what do you tell kids? Because you mentioned earlier in, in our chat that you were bullied. Um, what do you tell kids how to deal with that? Because that is a major, major situation for our young people right now. And it's not done the same way as, you know, as sometimes it's not always physical. It goes through the internet. It's cyberbullying. It's all this other stuff. So what, what are the things you talk to young kids about that? Because here's what I know, uh, from experience. The more the kids come around, the more experienced, the more comfortable they are with you. They tend to share some things with you, Dan, that they may not even be telling their parents. Oh, absolutely. Um, and that's, that's part of our, our purpose here as well is, you know, um, coaches have as much or more of an impact than parents, right? Like, you know, parents come to us all the time and they're like, you know, we're asking, you know, little Johnny to, to do this, but he, but he won't do it. But, you know, one of our coaches can be like, Hey, Johnny, can you do this? And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Just because they, they look up to a coach differently. Yeah. But yeah, so so about <laughs> bullying, um, it it comes down to two words to me, and, and it's Danny believe because I'm like, you know, because if you have confidence, then you can get through anything. And, and the people that get bullied, and the kids, and not even kids, but uh, you know, kids or adults, are the ones that are, have their hands in their pockets and they're looking down and their shoulders are, are slumped. But if you walk into a room, like Frankie said, Frankie said has swag and he's got a big smile on his face and he's happy and he's confident. Frankie said doesn't get bullied. You know, mm-hmm. he, he makes friends. Mm-hmm. So we try to teach that into the kids about believing in themselves, that they can do anything that they want, that they can be friendly with, with kids that they want, um, that, that they can – just come out of their shell a little bit. And that's important. It, it, it's about being, like yeah, you said, yeah, it's I mean, about being confident in yourself. And, and sometimes not that, and, and we're not saying that you bring it on yourself because no one asks to be bullied. But, right. you know, as people, we always say, don't judge a book by its cover, but people do. And as they look at you, you know, that person that has actually then self-esteem issues of their own, they want to look for somebody who they feel has more self-esteem problems than they do, and by put by terrorizing them, that makes is is illogical as it seems. It makes that the bully feel better. Right, I, I agree, um, and you know that's what we're trying to instill into the the younger kids. You know, mm-hmm. for, for fit kids, we we start at four, maybe five years old, and we go up to twelve years old. So it's more elementary school. And I think that they need it the most. I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't learn how to believe into myself until I was in my 20s, until college. Wow. So I'm like, if we can, if we can teach this and still listen to the younger kids, then honestly, like they they have the world at their hands. They they, they can you can do anything. That's fabulous. That's great. You're doing great work, Dan. In closing, tell me about the the franchise and tell me about some of the plans and. You know, how often do you have to say Danny believed during this time when, you know, the doors are closed and the bills are paid, but you still have a goal and a dream of expanding this wonderful uh, Fit Kids USA, you know, expanding it and franchising it? I have it tattooed on my wrist. <laughs> wow, yeah. So I, I, um, I, I literally have, you know, whatever it takes tattooed on my wrist. 
So, and that's for me to see my goals. Um, and they're outrageous. Mm-hmm. And they are. And you know what? I have an amazing team behind me that believes in it. I have an amazing um, coaching support system. And and they all believe in it. And if they believe it, then, you know, like, like that's a team that, that that's going to go. So, yeah, we, we've set some huge goals. You know, we're, we're going to we plan on fr- opening up the franchise on 2022. And our first goal is to get 25 locations by 2023 and then 250 locations by 2028. Wow. Wow. Um, and I think it's something that kids need. I think there's a need out there for a, a positive mentor for the kids just a little bit differently than, than, than their regular sports coach because it's um, – let's put it on the sports radio. Majority of the sport coaches for, for these kids are parent volunteers, and, and, that's, and that's amazing, and I'm sure they – are all doing it for the right reason. Mm-hmm. But they're parent volunteers because their kid is on the team. Mm-hmm. And then once their kid ages out of that level, the parent volunteer usually moves up to the next level. Mm. So the, so the, the kids like, like, like we're trying to provide something where kids are there no matter what, you know, their coach is there for them no matter what. Consistency uh, is an important thing. It 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 what it's what makes dance superstar athletes. It it's what makes guys who do do the sport in co- do the sport in high school able to make that transition to college. It's repetition. It's being able to repeat uh, the greatness as consistently as you can. And so, for you make a great point for you to be for you to have the impact, you have to consistently be in that in that young person's life. You're right. It's a thousand percent right. So this is, yep, I mean, this is my, uh, like, calling, right? And, and, and uh, say kids USA is going to go. Like, I mean, it's going to, I think 250 locations is an, is an underestimate. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this is what, what I want to provide is not everybody knows the name Clifford Herring. He is the basketball coach that benched Michael Jordan or cut Michael Jordan when he was a sophomore junior in high school. And that move drove Michael Jordan to work harder and to get in gear to become the best probably ever. Yeah. And if there was no Clifford Herring, then there'd be no Michael Jordan. And then if there was no Michael Jordan, there'd probably be no Kobe or LeBron Mm -hmm. or whoever, how many other people like inspired to be Michael Jordan. So I think Michael Jordan wouldn't have been who he was without his basketball coach or that little paradigm in life. Dan, it's how you handle the adversity. When you get knocked down, what do you do, right? Do you, do you get up, up the fastest. do you lay down? What do you do after you get knocked down? That's what it's all about. I try to stand up. I try to stand up the fastest. Yeah. Get right back up. <laughs> You're not keeping me down. Dan, give us the information again, how we can find out more about Fit Kids USA and get in contact with you. Yeah, right now we are in central New Jersey, and you know, we do plan on expanding. Uh, my website's fitkidsusa.com, F-I-T-K-I-D-Z-USA.com. We are on Facebook at Fit Kids 
USA. And we're on Instagram at TheKidsUSA. Dan, it was a pleasure talking to you this morning. Uh, thanks for taking time to talk to my audience and myself. And best of luck. And stay in touch. When you, I, I might want to come down to that grand opening down in, in uh, Central Jersey when you have uh, your, 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 you know, your big shingding. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, and if you guys want, um, you know, Frankie Fitz out there, he's making, he's making calls every day, just delivering a little bit of uh, excitement to, to these kids during a stressful time. Um, you know, it, it, it's his mission to give back. So if anybody needs that, they can definitely um, reach out on the website. They, they could uh, grab anything. Excellent. Dan, thanks for doing what you're doing and continued success. We'll talk soon. All right, my pleasure. Thank you. That wraps up this edition of New York Sports and Beyond here on 98.7 ESPN. We thank you for listening. We'll join you during the week on ESPN New York tonight and right back here next Sunday morning on New York Sports and Beyond. Remember, if you know of a student athlete who's lost their senior season due to the pandemic and may never get a chance to play on that grand stage again, let us know. Salute your local hometown heroes. Email us at 987ESPN at gmail.com to tell their story. For my producer, the all-world Ray Santiago. I'm Larry Hardesty. The conversation continues right here on 98.7 ESPN, New York.